We are getting you ready for the Winnipeg Jets and the Dallas Stars, their second meeting of the season. Just a little over an hour away now from puck drop for playnow.com. Jets hockey, tune in for all the action on 680 CJOB. Paul Edmonds and Jamie Thomas on the call. Countdown to puck drop brought to you by Boston Pizza. Gourmet pizza and mouth-watering wings. Order the game day meal deal now at bostonpizza.com. And uh, we are very pleased to welcome to our broadcast location here on the concourse at Canada Life Center, the commissioner of the National Hockey League, Gary Bettman. And Gary, I don't know how you do it. You were just over in Tampere, Finland uh, uh, on the weekend for the latest uh, uh, rendition of the uh, Global Series. Uh, And now here you are in in Winnipeg on a Tuesday night. Uh, Thank you for coming, though. I'm thrilled to be here. Actually, listening to you read the Boston Pizza ad, I was getting hungry. Uh, <laughs> well, we can maybe order you up a game day meal. Uh, if you no, want. It, it, it's great to be in Winnipeg. I always love coming here. Uh, it's It's been a great accomplishment and partnership with the community, uh, with Mark Chipman and David Thompson, being able to bring the Jets back. Uh, this is a place where hockey matters. This is a fun building to watch a game. And so... I'm just glad to be here. Yeah, when was the last time you were here? We were trying to figure that out uh, earlier in the week when we were tipped off that you were going to be coming. Uh, you know, I don't remember exactly because, like a lot of people, during COVID, you lose perspective of time and when things happen. But my guess is upon some point during the 1920 season, uh, before we took the pause for COVID. That would be my guess, but I don't remember exactly. Right, yeah. Okay, I want to start with the uh, the, the Global World Series. Uh, uh, a successful weekend uh, all the way around. I know the Columbus Blue Jackets might argue with that a little yeah, bit. Well, yeah. But, they, the, well, the first game was really entertaining, exciting, and it was kind of nice for the fans in Finland because Mikko Rantanen uh, had a hat right, trick, yeah. which was a hometown delight. Uh, but, you know, it was well attended. There was a lot of enthusiasm. We had a fan fest. And Finland uh, develops a lot of terrific world-class hockey players. So it's nice to bring the game back there to, so that people can see how their players are playing in the world's best hockey league. You won't remember this, but uh, the first time I ever interviewed you was uh, at IFK Arena in Helsinki wow. uh, for the 94 uh, Finland series when wow. Timo Solani and Teppo Newman and, uh, and the Winnipeg Jets came over to play uh, Jokerit uh, in IFK. But, I, uh, yeah. I remember that series, and I will confess I don't remember no. the interview. <laughs> yeah, that's but, <laughs> but uh, yeah. wow, you have a very good memory. Yeah, well, you know, I haven't had uh, the opportunity to talk to quite as many uh, uh, important people as you have over the years. I, I went back and looked at all of the different locations that you have had uh, the, these games, these international games, and wondered, Gary, is there somewhere on the map where you have not been yet that you're thinking of possibly going in, in the next few years? We, we get expressions of interest from all over the world. You know, we've played exhibition games in China. We've played games in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, I think we've actually played somewhere between 33 and 35 regular season games outside of North America. Uh, I think these were our eighth and ninth games in Finland. Mm-hmm. But we get, you know, whether it's from places like Australia or Mexico or the Middle East, uh, there's no shortage of places that that really wants to have an opportunity to sample our game. 
Do you feel like you'd want to add more? Yeah, I'm over here. Hi, Gary. <laughs> uh, would you feel like you have the right number right now of games per year abroad? It, it's it's hard because travel takes a little bit of wear and tear on the players. Yes. And we're respectful of that. And, and our schedule, the North American 82-game schedule typically, is the most important part of the season. And you know how strong our competitive balance is. Teams can make and miss the playoffs by a point or two. Sure. And so we need to be judicious in terms of how we schedule, making sure there's enough breaks, both getting over and adjusting and coming back in terms of jet lag. You know, I can do it because I'm not playing. Uh, But I can understand that if your routine's disrupted and you're a world-class athlete, We've got to be very judicious in terms of how we schedule. Now, for you being in Winnipeg today, you're doing a, a tour across the NHL. What do you hope to, to get when you enter each market? Who do you talk to? Well, t- tour is a bit of a strong because from here I'm going home. Okay. Uh, but, but the, <laughs> well, it was but, a short the, tour. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I try in the course of a season to get to as many places as possible. Why? I can spend time with the local media, see what's on their mind, answer their questions. I can spend time, as I did today, with the business community. I had lunch with the business council. I saw some of the work that the foundation, the Jets Foundation, is doing, uh, whether it's Camp Manatee or, or the Academy. Uh, and I met with the uh, True North organization. I'm going to see a game. I'll get a better sense of what's going on, feel the fans. and it, Because... New York has great hockey. We have lots of franchises, three within the sound of my voice there. But I want to go around and feel the game everywhere it's played. And it's a little different everywhere in terms of how the fan base is and and how the game is received and presented. Yeah, I know since COVID, uh, Commissioner Bettman, 90 to 93% uh, arena capacity here in Winnipeg. Is that kind of in line with the rest of the National Hockey League? Around the edges, uh, there may be a little softness in some places. Some of that's the economy. Some of it is the lingering effects of COVID where some people aren't yet comfortable to to be in big crowds, which is understandable. Um, You know, it's important for a team to be successful that it's getting complete support from the fan base and the business community. And so I very much want to see this building full. Uh, but I wouldn't put it in that there's an attendance crisis. To the contrary, attendance is pretty strong. And around the edges, it needs a little work in some yeah. places. Yeah, well, I mean, we had Mark Chipman on uh, before the start of the year talking about that, wanting to, you know, th- there are financial, uh, uh, certainly, uh, ramifications as well, but it's just to get the atmosphere uh, yeah. back in the building. You well, know, the, atmosphere, the, house, the, yeah. the atmosphere is great here. Yes, it but, is. Yeah. But, but we, want, we want to make sure that every seat's yeah. full because for a team to be successful, they need that kind of support. I, I, ha- I, I would not be doing my job if I didn't ask you about the events of the weekend uh, involving the Boston Bruins and Mitch Miller. Uh, uh, was absolutely blown away with the reaction of Patrice Bergeron, Nick Foligno, and Brad Marchand, as well as yourself in, in dealing with that situation. Uh, w- what's your mindset on that, Gary, the way that it uh, unfolded and the way that it has come to fruition? I think the simplest way to, to address that is the way Cam Neely did on Sunday, saying he believes they made a mistake Mm -hmm. and they're moving on. And that's probably right. From our standpoint, we we were told after they made the decision to sign him to a contract uh, 
that they were intended to do that, which is their right under the collective bargaining agreement. But similarly, it's our league's right, my right, to determine who's eligible to play. Yes. And they were told initially and absolutely that, well, if you sign him, he's not playing in the NHL now. And he may never play in the NHL, but he's got to come through me in order to do that. And in retrospect, my guess is the Bruins probably regret doing what they did. For sure, yeah. are there protocols in place, Commissioner, or do you try to leave that to the discretion of the clubs as much as you possibly can? Some some teams will call and ask our advice in advance. Some teams don't. Uh, and teams are free in the first instance to make their own decisions. They're free to ignore our advice in the first instance, but in the final analysis, whether or not a player is going to be eligible to play is a league decision, but it wasn't one that we needed to make at the time, nor were we prepared to. So I think our position was pretty clear. And I think in retrospect, Boston's position is pretty clear. They made a mistake. Yeah, right on. Uh, With with, uh, that in in mind then, uh, do you see the, the, the needle moving forward and making progress the way that you would like to uh, with hockey being a game for everyone, yes. because I thought this past weekend was a great step towards we, that. We, well, but we've been, whether it's education, counseling, uh, programs at the grassroots level, uh, employment, hiring practices at the clubs and the leagues, we we are doing as much as anybody, if not more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want our game to be welcoming and inclusive. Uh, and when you look around at the strides that we've made, including issuing our own diversity report so that we can hold ourselves accountable going forward, uh, I'm very proud of the efforts that the league and the clubs have been making moving forward. I can't imagine you have a whole lot of opportunity to sit down and watch Jimmy Fallon, but it was really uh, quite interesting <laughs> I, last I, I night saw, with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the clip of Ryan. You was, actually had time to see uh, the clip. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, the uh, uh, Ryan and Jimmy had fun with it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Ryan owns a piece of a soccer team in Europe, football team, as they call it. And uh, he indicated his words to do this, and he'd like to do it. He needs, again, his words, a sugar mommy or a sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. yeah but, but you would but, probably like to see him pony up with him, too. Well, <laughs> you know what? It, 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 anybody who can cause the fan base to become increasingly engaged and bring more positive attention is a plus so looking at a situation like that where it's being talked about publicly and someone as famous as ryan reynolds is that's just good pr for the league yeah. is it not so it's it's not bad at all and so people are talking and, about and by you. the way and and what's most important from my standpoint he's clearly a hockey fan and yes, that's great absolutely mr bettman i know that uh, your time is tight yep. we appreciate uh, uh, you coming by and stopping by and doing this for us. Uh, great to be with you. Great to be in Winnipeg. Absolutely. Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the National Hockey League.